Bush and Ridgie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. Can we just say we absolutely love getting gifts from you guys. If you send us stuff, even if it's not even like a gift, it's just something you want to put in the post. Uh, absolute Radio, Bush and Ritchie, home time, Absolute Radio, 1 Golden Square, W1F 9DJ. Thanks very much. <laughs> Steve got in touch with us last Friday, actually, on the show. Uh, and uh, he was at uh, a place called 200 Degree Coffee. Uh, um, it's hot, we, we, <laughs> isn't it? it? It is hot. It is hot. We both love our coffee. Now, out of nowhere, Steve has sent a uh, a box of coffee here and a lovely... Look at this. I quite like this as well. It's nothing to do with uh, the actual uh, coffee we're going to drink, but a good old-fashioned Hessian coffee sack. It reminds me of... Was it a movie called Papillon where he seals himself into a bag to avoid capture and escape a prison? Yes, now that's not why I'm excited about it. But oh, yes, I, I could happily stitch you into that, <laughs> yeah. see if you can get out. Uh, but look, proper beans. Look at this. You've got, some, you've got some ground coffee there. You've got some beans here. Very kind of Steve, isn't it? The smell of coffee is one of the... F- if you were to do like a Champions League of smells, coffee, coffee's got to be up there, like top two or three. Coffee I mean? right up there, I would say, with petrol. Petrol's a good smell. I also quite like wood. The smell of wood, shavings. We, we went for a, a walk around our brand new office. We're moving to very flashy offices yep. uh, in the new year. New building smell, I quite like. New, yes. new upholstery and carpet. Oof. New car smell is a good smell. If you have a smell that you think could be in the Champions League of smells, it'd be great to have the Champions League music over this bit, uh, Producer Adam, if you're listening. Uh, get in touch now. It's hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. That's it. My mind just went blank on the email. It's because you're thinking about coffee. The champions.co.uk. <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Uh, so, something very exciting happened today. Uh, doesn't happen that often, but got a, uh, a brand new shiny debit card through Ooh. in the post. Do you not love getting a brand new shiny debit card? It's a bit, like, it. it's a bit like when you've got, um, if you get new shoes, it makes you realise how bad your old shoes exactly, are. Exactly, yeah. It's like, what well, the state of me old debit cards. But then, very quickly, the new shiny debit card suddenly comes the pressure of signing the back of the new debit card. And honestly, I was sat there for about 10 minutes just Rehearsing the uh, rehearsing the signature, making sure I'd got a biro that was going to flow nicely across. Because you only get one chance. You only get one chance to sign that new card, and then once you've done it, that's it. You got to live with that. Do you not find that really stressful signing a new credit card? Well, not really, because I I I don't think I've signed the back of any of my cards for about five years. You have to sign a card. No, well, I, I don't. I've I've got them in my wallet now. I've not I've not signed any of them. I don't think you need to anymore. These you days. have to. You I ha- don't think you do. You have to. Oh, the, the letter that this came with it says you must sign this immediately but it's a little bit like you know when they used to say that you get arrested if you did tape to tape or recorded yeah. off the radio yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's actually a thing but like when do they ever need to see your signature well they must do because otherwise why did it say on the letter that you have to sign your card I know I, I agree with that but when do you ever get asked to what well, can you show us your signature never happens so you never sign any of your debit cards I'll go one further right? I never sign the back of my debit cards and if I'm ever asked to sign something I do such a ridiculous squiggle on purpose almost poking fun at the system because no one ever says oh man that's not your signature wow do you know what I mean it's like a throwback to a bygone era. You and I are so different. We are. It's just that is a microcosm of this relationship. Right. Two quest. Two questions to open the show up with. One: Do you feel pressure when signing a brand new debit card? And secondly, side question: Particularly if you work in the financial services quarter, yep. do you have to sign a debit or credit card? I think the uh, answer to two is going to invalidate the answers to one. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. <laughs>
Do you know what it is? Signing the back of debit cards is like a throwback to like, you know, like sometimes you, you might get, get called up of having to give money to your local church for the chancel recharge. <laughs> it's like them things they search for if, you, if, you, if you're buying a house, like whether you've got coal underneath your house. Honestly, I, I'm fully expecting within 10 minutes, people who work in banks, building societies are going to come forth and they're going to prove me right on this. It's a simple question. A, do you feel pressure signing a brand new debit card? That's what I felt earlier today. No, because you don't need to. <laughs> And B, do you need to? <laughs> this is the Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway. Uh, I received a new debit card in the post today. Felt immense pressure doing the signature on the back. Turns out, not many people seem to sign these days. Bush doesn't. Uh, Lisa and Daz say, I've just checked mine and my partner's cards. We both haven't signed them, and we never do. It's a good point you bring up, though. May- maybe this conversation tonight will uh, will spur on the powers to be to get rid of that little strip at the back. No one uses it. Although I have had a, uh, a slightly um, unusual tweet from someone called Julie. He says, uh, message from a fraud investigator, you're an idiot. Sign the back of your cards. Oh, wow. That could be the biggest thing that I've heard so far. But if someone's got my signature, what can they do? How far could that go? Well... Do you know what I mean? You, you, you watch Watchdog. I do. I watch Watchdog. Actually, if you guys see what's in my bank account, not much to steal, to be honest with you. <laughs> Try your best. Uh, do you feel the pressure when you get the new debit card? And do you indeed have to sign it? Uh, Rob, do you feel the pressure? So I don't get nervous on my credit cards, but if you are travelling outside the UK, you can still be asked um, to have uh, produced a credit card with a signature because you may get asked sign documents when you're buying things in the supermarket, especially if you're buying alcohol. So there you go, Bush. If you're going to some supermarché or hypermarché in Calais oh, or yeah. something or other, you're stuffed. And I'm coming back with all the cheap booze. Rob here again with his scare stories. I've heard, I've seen him on Facebook going around <laughs> scaring people about going abroad. Do you know what I do is say, hold on a minute, I've just got to go and get something from my bag. It'll be two seconds and then just scriggle on the back in biro in an absurd little scrawl to make a point. Yeah, I knew you'd do that, but unfortunately, some places will refuse to serve you now. There you go. Oh, there well. you go. Well, I'll see you in the clink somewhere in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that means. Uh, right. Good intel. Thanks, Rob. Cheers, buddy. Here's a cautionary tale for you from Loz. I used to work in a popular high street fashion store. We always needed the card to be signed on the back if issuing a refund and compared the signature on the refund receipt to the one on the card. I'm not sure if this is still the case, but better safe than sorry. I'm not sure this is still the case. (laughs) That's what I'm highlighting in my little forensic investigation of that little tale. What's she working for? Woolies? Not even around anymore. Uh, Chris in Derby says, here's one for you. Listen to this. I signed my card, but my metal wallet has eventually scraped away all of the signature strip. Underneath it, it says card void. But you know what? I've been using it now for six months like this. I think you should sign it, but no one checks anymore. I think you should sign it is what I would forensically take out of that one. I'm a bit disappointed, Chris. He actually bottled it at the end there. (laughs) Chris, you're a bottle job. Uh, Kate's hanging on. Surely you sign, Kate. Um, I... Don't really sign anymore. Oh, yes. Had to explain oh, why another one. Sign. Welcome to the modern <laughs> world. <laughs> I don't sign anything really. Do, do people like you know the, the younger generation? Do they understand this, Kate? Um, they didn't. My foster son was completely confused as to why he had to sign his card, and I explained to him that we used to have to sign instead of do pin numbers, and he has never ever seen anyone do that. <laughs> really? It might be might be like a thing soon where they don't even do pins anymore now. These they're just tapping. They tap their phones, tap, don't yeah. they? But he'd only known pin numbers. He'd never known anyone had to sign a receipt. 
I'd love to. I'd love to watch him uh, try and cash in a traveller's check abroad and see what happens. Can <laughs> you even get traveller's checks still? Honestly, do, do you know what? It appears we're not even going to have signatures soon. No, it's a waste of time. It's gone. <laughs> if I was in the pen business, I'd be worried. Yeah, big time. Fountain pens. <laughs> the days are numbered. <laughs> Do you know what? I can't remember what I was watching on television the other day, but I actually said out loud, I miss fountain pens. Yeah, where they go? I don't. I'm left-handed. Fountain pens are not a thing I go near. Oh, yes. Oh. I remember people at school used to smudge their way through textbooks. My my uh, yeah. my, I, my youngest daughter, is. it turns out, I think she's going to be left-handed. It's the first left-hander in the family, so she's going to have a problem with uh, fountain pens down the line. We need to prepare her for yeah, that, right? Just don't, I think. I don't think they even do them. My son's left left-handed as well and we just don't bother with fountain pens. You would never get another Samuel Peeps now, would you? No, you would not. No, you wouldn't. Fountain pens are gone. <laughs> Signatures, <laughs> left-handed fountain pens, it's it's a whole new world. <laughs> Absolutely. Good speech to you, though. Cheers, Kate. Lovely. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Bye. Uh, Nicola just tweeted us uh, with a lovely picture of the fountain pen that she is still using at work for today. So It's still a thing. Still a thing, still on the go, but you wouldn't want to sign a debit card with it. Well, they're just a nightmare for, I'm going to add one for a bit, getting like ink in your pocket, ink in your bag, or doing that thing where you don't realise you've got ink on your face and draw a little <laughs> Hitler moustache because you wiped your cheeks. Oh, we're bouncing around because we're very excited, very happy, because uh, I'm going to be taking my indie disco to the Shine On weekend uh, this weekend in good old Minehead's, which is going to be ace. I'm taking Friday's show off, heading down there because it takes flipping ages yeah. to get there from Leon C. And if you don't know what Shine On is, it's, it's like a three-day music festival uh, this this year in terms of headliners wonder stuff in spiral carpets the enemy kind of the things i play on the indie disco mm. on saturday night so it's great to be there I, i've been djing there for like a number of years uh, we always go as a big group of mates down there as well uh, this one means a lot to me because i should have been there last november but skin cancer got in the way oh i remember, yes, Do you remember that? Yeah. that's like a year ago uh, i finally got through that which is great but it was so i've missed out so it's good to go back but the thing I find fascinating about it is I'm playing in this place called the Inn on the Green on the Friday night, which is like a, just like a big pub. But So the stage is only like a foot high from the normal ground level. Something about being just on that raised platform that makes you feel like a rock star. It may only be a foot, but it's still a stage. It is still a stage. Yeah. So I just wanted this hour, with that in mind, just to, to make you think about the last time that you were on a stage in any capacity, whether you were performing or you were asked to come and get up on stage. Rui has tweeted us to say, he hasn't explained, there's a photo of behind the scenes at Noel Gallagher, Brighton Beach, earlier this year. Yeah. So, can you remember the last time you were on stage for something? Can I twist it slightly and say that I am also still on stage on Friday? Oh, so we're both going to be... We're uh, both on stage. Not the tailgate party again, I can't get <laughs> no, away from no, this no, thing. No. I see you're in on the green indie disco, uh -huh. and I raise it with hosting the Friends of the School Quiz Night. Oh, my word. Yeah, I know, I know. Will there be a race platform? Will it be technically a stage, or are you just going to be in a classroom with loads of coffee? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I believe it's in the school hall. That has a stage. Surely, Question Master will be on the stage. Well, there you go. This rock, these both, they're both rock and roll. <laughs> they rock both, and roll is each both, other. They're both events. They're both Friday nights. They're both stage. I'd say they are the same thing. It's, there's a parity, though. There's no two ways about it. <laughs> The, the school weekender, that'll be down the line Thank at some you, point. Yeah. Aidan says, uh, I presented the A-level certificates at my old secondary school in Chatham in 2015. Oh, that's an honour, that what about is. that? Uh, Matt, I feel sorry for Matt. It's been a while since he was on the stage. He said it was when I was a kid. But then don't feel too sorry for Matt because he goes on. When I was a kid was when I was last on stage. I got picked out of the audience at Sooty Sweep and Sue Live wow. to take part in a balloon blowing up contest. <laughs> <laughs> I won and got a sew-on badge. There you go, different times. <laughs> I think different times. I mean, that's the current leader. Can you beat that? Nick says, I dressed as a lady for charity and called myself Lydia Dustbin. 
All right, that's a good name. <laughs> I've just got that. Uh, 1980, Rotter's Nightclub in Doncaster with wow. the specials. Me and a mate, first up at the end of the concert. They used to encourage you to come up with them in the great days. Uh, the last time I was on stage was in Flamingoland. A few years ago, as part of Flamingoland's Got Talent. In front of a couple of thousand people, nervous to the max. I didn't win, but I did get a free weekend in a caravan, so that's a bonus. Brilliant. What about that? Uh, we've got Sammy on the line. Sammy, when was the last time you were on stage then? March this year. Um, I was performing an Our House musical, Madness musical. Wow. And, yeah, I slipped on stage and broke my wrist. <gasps> yeah, broke my wrist doing a dance routine. Wow. So what were you in the play uh, or the musical when you, were, when you were doing your dance and fell over? So just to add more embarrassment to the fact that I fell over on stage in front of the audience, um, I was dressed as a Vegas showgirl, <laughs> so I had, like, a sequin swimsuit oh. kind of style thing with a neon skirt coming up and a pineapple helmet. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've got very little knowledge of uh, Our House, the Madness musical, but um, the character you've described sounds like it'll be right at home. Oh, yeah, straight out of a Madness song. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you try and style it out uh, when you did break your your, 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 your wrist? Or did you, what did you do, crawl off? Yeah, uh, no, I went down like a ton of bricks and... The shock kicked in, so I stood up, <laughs> carried on with the dance routine. Right, absolutely nailed it. I mean, the show must go on, doesn't off. it, Sammy? Exactly, it really does. But unfortunately, as I came back off, um, the, the bruising was there instantly, and I wasn't allowed back on stage for the rest of Act Two. Oh. So, what a trooper, though. What a, what a story of, you know, like you say, it's showbiz, darling. you just got to get out there and do it. You're a trooper, Sammy. Well done. This is The Daily Takeaway. We've come up with a little competition called Sound of the Decades. We're going to play you a sound effect each day that is synonymous with a particular decade in history. Uh, we start celebrating absolute 80s with the 1980s. We've got a sound effect that when we had our little meeting before this began, we thought this was going to go quite quickly. But Imagined it would. We're on a three-day rollover with this bad boy. Uh, which means uh, there are three absolute radio mugs wow. that are now to be won, if you can correctly guess what this sound is from the 1980s. Any idea what this is? Interesting. So far, we have had guessed the credit card uh, carbon copy machine. Oh, yeah? Keeping uh, on point with what we've been talking about today. <laughs> Very good point. Uh, and also a price gun yesterday, but it's neither of those. Should we meet tonight's contestant? He's called Jamie. Jamie, where are you from and how are you doing? Hello, mate. I'm good, thanks. I'm in Crawley. Uh, Jamie, we are one home time show with nine different playlists. Which do you listen to? Uh, main station most of the time. He's okay. a main station listener, but he thinks he knows what the 80s sound is. He's very confident. Jamie, uh, what were you doing in the 80s? What kind of stuff were you into? Um, I was, well, if I wasn't at school, then I was probably playing with what I think this sound is. Oh, well, oh. Let's, let's get down to the tension here. <laughs> playing with what he thinks this sound is. He ain't playing with a price gun, is he? Although that was <laughs> guessed yesterday. Uh, so come on then, Jamie. You sound very confident. You even uh, have memories of this item, even though we don't know what it is yet. Could you tell us what you think it is? Well, I think it's the noise, the trigger of a scale-electric controller, mate. Oh, the little clicker thing. I haven't had a go on a scale Last time I had a go on a scale-electric, university, right? Yeah. What we used to do is light fags, stick them in the top of the car and turn the lights off, and ciggies <laughs> would go around. <laughs> Don't try this at home, Do not kids. try that at home, but it was great fun in Swansea. I wasn't, Interesting. I wasn't doing that in the 80s. You weren't doing that in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's locking the answer in. Right, that's locked in. Was that the sound of the decade? Oh, Jamie. <laughs> Never mind. Happy memories, though. Did you have a particular scale extra back in the day, Jamie, even though it wasn't that? 
Um, oh, I'd load. I'd load of different bits and pieces. Loads of cars. Obviously, yeah, out there. Lo- love a chicane. Love the chicane. I had yeah. the Dukes of Hazard one where you actually got to do the jump. Oh, well, that is amazing. But getting the car to land in the slot the other side, now that was quite something. It makes me want to go and get one again. <laughs> yeah. I love those little, do you remember the little um, uh, metal fibres underneath you always just had to fold down? Yes. Those were the days. Oh, uh, Jamie, we're going to let you go now before we go on too much about scale electrics. Take care, fella. No worries, thank you. Cheers, bye. Roll over for four mugs tomorrow Madness. when Sound of the Decades return. Think of the postage. Here we go. What is it? The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. It's brilliant to welcome a, an actual proper, you know, obviously we're music experts, Richie. People Indeed. listening to they of know, course. They know that we've got our finger on the pulse of uh, of modern music, but maybe there's a grey area in the world of dance music and stuff like that as well. So we thought we'd get someone onto the show who is an expert, and it is uh, the brilliant Tyler West from our sister station, Kiss. Welcome, Tyler. It is an absolute pleasure to be here. Welcome upstairs. Pro- proper DJ, you was about to say. Yeah. Yeah. Proper yeah. DJ. Pro- got wow. Proper DJ on. Well, you certainly got better credibility than me and him for judging what my lad Charlie has uh, come up with over the weekend. This, uh, this. Well, what would be the correct terminology? First of all, rather than butchered, to, to what he's done to uh, Bear Sweet Symphony. Can I just ask you, when you first heard it, what did you say to him? Like, did you say like, because I'm quite torn with this. Would you go to your son? Oh, I'm really proud of you, son. Or what, what did you say? I said, and it was a balance of, yeah. that's really clever, well done, but that's sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs> sacrilege. You said clever. All yeah. right. Yeah, I mean, there was there was elements of it. He took me on a journey. I call it treacherous. I, I said it was... <laughs> on the edge. It was just like, yeah, I felt like I'd been on a, on a very long journey. There. I don't know where we was going. I don't know if we was at what party I was at. Yeah. But how, how would that how would that, uh, how would that go down on uh, Kiss? If you were to play that on your show on Kiss, how, how would that kind of song go down, do you think? Um. Well, I wouldn't. But, <laughs> but but to be brutally honest, I mean, g- great song choice, great song choice. Do you, yeah. like, do you yeah, guys yeah, like yeah, that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Has he got skills? Though? He's got skills. Though, he's got it? he's got skills. There was there was like moments of it. Rough was... diamond, would you not say? Yeah, because diamonds are like under an immense amount of pressure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did he just do that out of fun? He made it for fun, yeah, honey. Yeah. Right, so he wasn't actually under pressure no, while I was making no, this. No pressure okay. at all. So R- it's just rough. Rough diamond. Yeah, rough. Um, yeah probably just seeking, you know, your, your, your to impress you. Oh, this oh, is turning into psychoanalysis. It is. It's, it's actually yeah. probably, you know, he probably needs a lot of love, Charlie. Well by, the done, sounds, by the sounds of it, he definitely needs a lot of love. This could be a new feature on the couch with Tyler West. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> Actually, maybe not that. We'll work on the title. We'll work on the title. So, look, we, we've obviously given Charlie uh, uh, a new challenge. Uh, yes. The, the Absolute Radio listeners have picked a couple of songs for him to, to mash up. Uh, we, we've gone for... Seven Nation Army. Oh, that's a very good tune. Good tune. Yeah, and, and uh, Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Also very good tune, but also you did just hear what he did to that that bit of sweet goodbye. <laughs> Are you sure you really want to put this? Into, maybe let's like build up to those. Maybe. <laughs> so, any advice for Charlie if he's listening to this right now, Tyler, uh, to help him as he's, he's the deadline is tomorrow to be able to mm. deliver this Wait, song to the what? show. So it's not got <laughs> yeah, long. No. So what? Well, first of all, take your time, but you haven't. You can't take <laughs> yeah, your time. time no. um, I think yeah, just just take it easy. Just like don't overcomplicate it. Less is more. And let's not go into, like, Gabba music. Let's just not go into a bit of Gabba. Well, we can't wait to hear what it sounds like. And thank you so much for your expertise. Tyler West, thank you. I'm coming back to listen. The Daily Takeaway. 
Ocean Richie's Daily Takeaway. Earlier on, we were talking about uh, being on stage. I'm going to be DJing at a music festival this weekend. Uh, we were asking you, when was the last time you were on stage in any capacity? Some very interesting stuff is still coming into the show. Sarah says, probably the late 90s at a social club, I got cut in half by a magician. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that takes some beating. <laughs> Although Shelling in Nottingham says, my boyfriend was on stage rapping with iced tea. You guys, just you yes. never cease to surprise us. Right, let's go back to the phones and say hello to Lindsay. Lindsay, when were you last on stage? <laughs> I used to work for a TV uh, or satellite station in Hong Kong. And uh, one of the jobs we had to do is we went out to interview Brian Adams. Ooh, oh, wow. And uh, we, we got to go to his concert and we were doing DJ links with him. And uh, he basically got us to follow him up on stage to do his link. Oh, wow. I mean, I remember watching Brian Adams at Ashton Gate Stadium in Bristol years ago, and he, he got a girl up on stage from the crowd to sing that um, that song, the Mel C. When You're Gone. When You're Gone, and she was really, really good. Did you do any singing with him, Lindsay? No, I hid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's, it's not a lie to say you were last on stage with Brian Adams in Hong Kong. Very true. I was just hiding behind a very tall cameraman. This is The Daily Takeaway. So there's there's the uh, podcast for you. At the beginning, we did we we Richie and I have happened upon what could be the big new format. Yes, uh, the Champions League. I know there's a lot of um, trouble in football at the moment with financial stuff and fair play and rules and regulations. Maybe a breakaway league could be diversifying into stuff that isn't necessarily football. I think it'll be fantastic. Yes, a separate tier, but not necessarily to do with football. So what what uh, what would be the uh, in the relegation zone of smells? Um, re- relegation zone of smells. The Wee wee smell if you've eaten. What's it? What's the one where you get wee wee asparagus? Smell? Asparagus. If you get asparagus off wee, the wee wee smell, of that's bad. Uh, I would also say sometimes when you get a, a sweaty wrist underneath your, uh, your your watch. Oh dear, that's a weird smell. I took it. Staying no on one the else, s- No one else had no that one going smell. Get some very blank looks in here. I would say uh, avoiding eye contact there from the two producers. <laughs> also, as well, the smell. I don't think they're even listening. The smell you get um, under your armpits and that when you've been in bed ill for a bit. That's a terrible smell. That's as well, a nasty isn't it? smell. These isn't are it? horrible yeah. smells. <laughs> right down to the championship. Baby's poo smell as well. We're still in that phase, unfortunately, <laughs> a little bit at the moment in our house. Uh, that's a bad smell. So yeah, there you go. Uh, top of the league, bottom of the league. Get in touch. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. The smell Champions League.